Last session, we finished with Joshua chapter 10, verse 14. That's where the sun stood still. Joshua needed a longer day to slay his enemies. Later, there were five kings that were the enemies of Israel. They did not slay them. The five kings went into a cave to hide, just hiding from the army of Israel. Joshua found out about it. He sent his men to put stones in front of the cave and left them in there for a while and then removed the stones. And when the kings came out, Joshua said to his men, put your feet on their head and slay them. Kill every one of them. I remind you that this is a cruel sounding thing. But you have to go back to Deuteronomy chapter 7 and remember that this is what God told him to do. You slay all the enemies once you get in the land. Those that are outside of the land, you leave alone. And last time I compared that to when you and I become a believer, we enter into the promises of God. And we have enemies, and we are called on to kill our enemies. How do we kill them? We don't have to take a sword. We just have to decide in our mind that we don't want enemies destroying our relationship to the Lord and keeping us from the promises that He's made us. If you remember, in my series on prayer, we have to have the proper router for God to hear us. Remember in Isaiah 57, no, I'm sorry, 59.1, it says, if you regard iniquity or selfishness in your heart, God will not hear your prayer. Iniquity is having to have your way all the time. And you can't get your way all the time. And you have to be thankful for what you get and not resent what you didn't get. And by the same token, Joshua was commanded by God to kill all these people. And so from, from chapter 15 and verse 10 until chapter 23, which is almost at the end of the book, we find the story of him killing all these kings and all these lands. It's just the names of the kings, and it's just the names of the land, and I can't pronounce half of them. And we don't need to labor over all those. You can read them, and you can see all the names of the kings. And then once he's killed everybody, he begins to give the nation of Israel, the 12 tribes, their inheritance. Now, isn't that fascinating? Because when we're going to be totally free from our enemies, it's when we're dead. When we die in the flesh and we go to heaven to be with God. And the only way to go is through Jesus Christ. So if you've never received him as your Savior, you're not headed to a life with God. You're headed to all eternity apart from him, the lake of fire. And so 
when we die and get to heaven, the parallel of this is that we receive our rewards. That's the inheritance. Remember, the earnest of our inheritance is the Holy Spirit. God gives us the Holy Spirit as a, the beginning of all the inheritance we have. And as we let Him take control of our life and spend our days serving Him, when we die and get to heaven, we go to a big banquet. And when we're at that banquet, we're rewarded for what we let Him do. And the good thing about it is we take those rewards and we put them at the feet of Jesus. Now you say, why do we do that? Because he's the one that earned them. And I know, I believe with all my heart that when I get to heaven and see him with the pierced hands and see that it's all true, it's all real, if I don't have treasures to give him, that's when I think I'll cry. Just at Christmas with my children that I love, I wanted all the Christmas presents that they had asked for. So that's a motivation for me to motivate you not to just live your life in luxury. Live your life committed to the Lord to guide you and direct you, and you will live a life victorious. Now, I want to skip over to chapter 23, because this is the end of the book, and it's also the end of Joshua's life. Now, remember, this is a book of war, and you and I, as believers in the world, have warfare to face, but we've Face it, victorious. Just as God gave the enemies over to the Israelite, He's given us the power to be victorious over our enemies. In chapter 23, it says, It came to pass, a long time after the Lord had given rest unto Israel from all their enemies, Joshua was old and stricken in age. And he called for all the elders... And for the heads and the judges and the officers. And he said, I'm old and stricken in age. Here's the man that is a type of Jesus. Who has been strong and courageous and obedient. And he knows he's going to die. He said, you have seen all that the Lord your God has done unto the, all those enemies because of you, for the Lord your God is he that have fought for you. He reminds them of what they've seen. And I believe God would have us to look back at what he's done in our life. Verse 4, I've divided unto you by lot the nations that remain to an inheritance for your tribes. In other words, he said, okay, we, we defeated all the enemies. And now I have given you your inheritance. In verse 6, he repeats these words. Okay, you've received your inheritance. You're here in the promised land. Be courageous to keep and do all that's written in the book of the law of Moses. Turn not aside, therefore, to the right hand or to the left. 
that you come not among these nations, those that remain among you. See, they weren't all dead. This is our life on earth. And he said, don't make mention of the name of their gods, nor cause to swear by them, neither serve them or bear yourselves unto them. Don't worship the idols of the people in the world that don't know the Lord. What are those idols? Power, possession, and position. Be grateful for who you are and where you are because God has put you there for a purpose. But there's our word. Cleave unto the Lord your God as you have done unto this day. Does that remind you of Genesis? A man and a woman shall leave and cleave unto one another. Stick to one another. For the Lord has driven out from before you great nations and strong. But as for you, no man has been able to stand before you until this day because of God's power. And then verse 10, one man of you shall chase a thousand. The Lord God, he it is that fights for you. Verse 11, take heed unto yourself that you love the Lord your God. And then skip down to verse 13. No. Remember, take heed unto yourself and keep your soul diligently. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. No. Learn for certainty that the Lord your God will no more drive out any of these nations from before you, but they shall be snares and trends unto you, and scourges to your sides and thorns in your eyes, till you perish from off this good land when the Lord your God has given you. And behold, this day I am going the way of all the earth. What is he saying? As long as you live in time, you'll encounter enemies. And then he says, I'm going the way of all the earth. And you know in your hearts and in your souls that not one thing has failed of all the things which the God, God said about you. Not one thing has failed. What's Joshua's last message to the people he's been leading? God has been faithful. Therefore, it shall come to pass that in all good things that come upon you, which God promised you, he will bring all evil things until he has destroyed you from off this good land which the Lord your God has given you. When you transgress the covenant of the Lord your God, which he commanded you, and you have gone and served other gods and bowed yourselves to them, then shall the anger of the Lord be kindled against you, and you will perish quickly from off the good land which given unto you. What is he saying? He's saying God has done all this for you. Cleave to him, be faithful unto him. And if you don't, evil will befall you. And I really have seen in my lifetime the na this nation turn f from God and worship the creation more than the creature. I've seen all sorts of evil become acceptable. When I was raised, right was right and wrong was wrong. And if I did wrong, I was punished. 
Churches were full. We heard good messages about the grace of God. And I have seen our nation slip from morality into immorality. I've seen young people involved in drugs and alcohol and sex. I've seen 20-year-olds who disregard the law. I've seen it. And I know God is faithful. And he will bring evil upon this land if we don't turn to him. And then Joshua, in the last chapter, he gathered all the tribes of Israel. He called for the elders. And he said unto all the people, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood in old time. Terah, the father of Abraham and the father of Nacor. He said, Then I gave unto Israel Jacob and Esau, and Esau and Seth, Seth, to possess it. I sent Moses and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt. Verse 6, I brought your fathers out of Egypt, and you came unto the sea. And Egypt pursued after your fathers with the chariots and the horsemen. And God destroyed them. And he goes on to remind them of what their history is. He knows he's going to die, and he wants them to remember. So if we skip to verse 14. Now therefore hear the Lord, said, and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood. And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord... Choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose hand land you dwelt. And here everybody knows this verse, but they may not know where it came from. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we shall forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God, he it is that brought us up and out of fathers and our fathers out of the land of Egypt. Verse 18, that just keeps going on to remind them of all that God had done. And then verse 19, You cannot serve the Lord, for He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your trespasses for your sins if you forsake the Lord and serve strange gods. Then He will turn and do you hurt and consume you. And the people turned and said unto Joshua, We will serve the Lord. Joshua died, and thus ends this wonderful book. So what is the lesson? God commands us. We obey. We're strong and courageous.
and don't yield to the temptation to serve ungodly gods. Stand firm on the truth, on the word of God. Share with your friends. Trust him with all your heart, no matter the circumstances. Thank you for listening to this series. God richly bless you and keep you in his perfect peace.